0: George Kittle strikes me as a kid being a big two for flinching kind of guy, like gives you that and then two for flinching, bang, bang, right on the arm, Um, but he also sounds like he's incredibly laid back going into Super Bowl 58 as we are getting ready now just a little more than 48 hours away, it's BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth, I'm Chris Mack, all of our Bets, uh, game bets, prop bets, novelty bets, some of which have already come down off the board, as Joe pointed out at the top of the show. Our two-minute drill and lightning bets before we wrap up. Lucky enough to be joined by our guy, John Daigle, now here on BetQL Daily Live, coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network. And on Twitch, you can watch us, twitch.tv slash BetQL. Morning, John, and are you ready? Has the card been built? What are you still waiting to figure out as we go into Super Bowl 58? We can all agree that 14 days
1: is too far in between games, right? Like, this thing should have been played last week. Uh, you talk about George Kittle being laid back. I hope y'all are laid back as well because I know what it's like to fill that run sheet for two weeks of content. So congrats to literally everyone on this show because those meetings <laughs> behind the scenes can be struggles just trying to get topics on that paper every single day. So uh, good job by everyone here. And yes, to answer your question, I am finally ready. I'm finally ready to uh, to see what happens here. There, there are no more bets that could be placed. I don't think anyways. Maybe we'll find someone by Sunday morning. But... But yes, we are ready for Sunday.
2: Yeah, I totally feel you on that. But also, I'm like, I think one week is too quick.
1: But sure, and then it's like a week,
2: ten days is probably perfect. But we're not going to have it on a weekday. But anyways, another story for another day. Let Let's try and get all those bets in during that segment. Where do you want to start? Side total or any uh, prop error you want to begin with.
1: I have a pretty hard stance on both the side and the total. So let's start with the side. And uh, whether it's deemed square or not by now, I have no idea. But I'm ignoring the points. I'm taking the Chiefs' money line. And if it's only because I think the Chiefs schematically match up with the 49ers so much better than everyone else is giving it credit for. Even throughout the postseason, I've been on this show and we've talked about how much respect I have for the Chiefs defense. And whenever people are parsing it, I still believe not a lot of people are getting there correctly and that you should only be looking at now what is 11 games that Chris Jones, Nick Bolton, and Legereus Need have all played together. And there have been tough matchups too, including throughout the playoffs. And in those 11 games, the Chiefs are first in yards play allowed, first in touchdown drives allowed, just 12% of opponent touchdowns have scored a touchdown, and then third in EPA per well as well. And I understand that anyone who's backing the Niners, I get it, I can get there if that's your case, is also explaining that it's the running game that's going to help them get there. One, the running game is what drowned the Bills. Like the fact the Bills had a good running game was why they didn't win that. Because you can't beat the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes with an elite running game. It's just not going to happen. Not only that, but let's go back to these eleven games where the Chiefs' three best defensive players played in. They were
0: no <laughs> oh mid what a freeze frame mid <laughs> freeze <laughs> midpoint. Uh, Dagle freezes up on us. We'll get him back. Um, but it sounds like, like he's right, whether it's square or not, like that's, it feels like we're, we're all on, I don't want to say all the majority of people. You looking and me. At sides. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> makes it the majority on the show, right. Uh, are on the chiefs, whether it's money line or taking the points. Um, maybe that makes it square now, Joe, but that's, that's the square play right now. The world is on the chiefs. It feels like anyway.
2: Yeah. um, I'm also not prepared to say that San Francisco side is sharp because there are plenty of opinions that I respect that have been talking about the Kansas city side. And like, there are different reports coming out. You get this every super bowl and it'll be even more. So uh, once we get to this weekend, when all sorts of big money guys start flying in to get down uh, these massive bets on the super bowl, that they can't do any other type of kind of year. But like, I saw a $600,000 bet from someone who's turned into media who's a completely reckless rich better. Like, mm. that's not sharp. And people are going to assume, oh, San so Francisco money line, that's sharp. Like, no, just because somebody's plunking down a half a million or a million does not necessarily make it sharp. You have to understand where it's coming from. And when I see it happening at a sports book that bans anybody who wins, I'm like, that means nothing to me.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I still think the consensus from people I've talked to seems to be on the Chiefs side. More and more people. I was like, when John Daigle said Chiefs money line, I'm like, oh, of course, that's what I bet early on. (laughs) We're aligned. It wasn't a surprise.
0: And it sounds like with some of the logic that he's using, if we're able to get John back on, we can ask him about this, that there might be an under lean there from him as well. We talked to Noops about the same thing last hour. We've been talking about that all week. Uh, Noops even said 47 and a half might be too high for him. And, you know, Chiefs and under. And when you're on both those bets early, like I was, like I think you were, Aaron, like a lot of people have been, when you wake up Monday after the conference championship games and you go, Oh this and that bang, book it. And then like you to your point, Joe, we spend the next two weeks talking about it talking about it, talking about the argument circle all the way back around to, well, am I right to be here even though everybody else seems to be here also? or is this why they're gonna they're gonna build another hotel on the strip because we're all on the same side. We're all on the same total
2: Right? If I'm picking side or total, you've got to make a bet here. I would definitely bet total under too. That's the direction I'd go. Interesting that it hasn't budged since championship Sunday evening, that there's just been no movement. I don't hear anybody talking about going over on that. And over is typically very public. Maybe part of that is because we haven't seen the chiefs uh, score a ton in the second half this year. It's like, they're on the script. And, you know, this Andy Reid off the bye. All the time, extra time to prepare, right? He's always good on the script. Mahomes in Super Bowls is really good early, and I think Reid is a big big part of that. But, you know, the AFC Championship game, they didn't score in the second half, too. So that that's something else worth keeping in mind.
0: All right. I think we're, we're going to try and bring John back in here. He's had to move to a different part of the house or a different part oh, of the neighborhood. Oh, I jumped on my phone. Oh, he's on the phone now. Look, at this is a guy willing to do anything for BetQL Daily. This is why we love him.
1: I am hyped up on coffee. I have a very shaky hand, so we're going to do this the best I can. <laughs> I moved to, like, the only, the only piece of art in the house, the Chicago skyline. And so we're just going to go through this. I don't know where I left off. But just to quickly wrap it up, uh, I mentioned games and Chris Jones and Legarius Need all played together. And the Chiefs defense being absolutely incredible and schematically matched up perfectly. There's offense, honestly. And so because of that, I'm on the Chiefs. And because of that, also, I believe it's going to be a low-scoring, boring game in favor of the Chiefs. I believe that's my total. So I have the Chiefs money line and the under.
2: Chiefs and the
3: under. All right. It's a little choppy, but I'm going to try to get through this first. It was a great night. NFL Honors, our Texans, got a couple awards there. Almost three. It was close. Uh, What other props do you like for the Super Bowl?
1: My two favorite props. One is probably not going to be welcomed with open arms. Is Brandon Ayuk under receiving yards? I think it's odd, actually, that Debo Samuel and Ayuk have the same number, whereas again, schematically, this is such a terrible matchup for Ayuk. Uh, he's a name I scratch off in props, scratch off for MVP ticket. He's the one who runs 90% of his routes for the boundary. He's the one you can matchup against LeGarius Sneed and 19 starts for Sneed. Only two receivers all year have gone over 70 receiving yards. It's just not going to happen in my opinion. So unless it's a big play, Ayuk is going to struggle mightily to get, whereas Debo is the one where I think the game factors overall. And then the other one, a novelty prop that I think you can still find on bet. sorting through it Wednesday, right underneath like the kick return props. But I do think given the opportunities, the chiefs will have, to return the ball more than the Niners, this is one of those dumb novelty props everyone wore, I think the Chiefs will have the longest kickoff return of the game. If only because, hey, Buckner, 87% of his kickoffs actually did register as a touchback. And for for reference, Brandon Aubrey led the league with a 90% touchdown back, touchback rate. And if that's, we think the Chiefs are just going to naturally get more kickoff return opportunities than the Niners. So I would imagine they register the longest one here.
0: John Daigle with us. We're holding it together with, uh, with some tape, and some, <laughs> some 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 bubble gum. We've MacGyvered a connection uh, to go through his Super Bowl fifty eight bets. Um, so we've got we, we've got some of your props. We've got side and total. Um, what about touchdown scorers? Who do you like in this? Because we were just talking with Noops Christensen last hour about how there are like th- there's a clear stratification, right? There are the three favorites of McCaffrey, Pacheco, and Kelsey and then kind of everybody else. Are you sticking with the favorites? Who are you finding farther down the board there might be some value in on touchdown scores?
1: To be fair, this is the best I've looked on camera in my entire life. So <laughs> this the blurry image is totally okay. But to answer your question, Isaiah Pacheco, the favorite, uh, that is my favorite lean, and I believe it's minus 130, minus 135 last I checked. I understand no one really wants to, to bet the juice here, but 21.2 touches per game since he returned at full health. In the nine games he's played since Kansas City's bye, not to mention, again, I talked about it whenever I I cut out last, is that the Niners' run defense has been so pitiful. Chase Young has been easily moved around the line of scrimmage, 22nd in yards per carry allowed to opposing running backs. Since they traded for him, the Niners are. So I think Pacheco can have a lot of success here. But if you want the long shot, I would imagine a lot of 12 and 13 personnel, multi tight end sets are coming for the Chiefs. And that's what everyone likes. With Super Bowl MVP, with first touchdown bet, they just want to put five or 10 bucks on there and return triple digits, quadruple digits maybe. So I like either Noah Gray or Blake Bell uh, touchdown or first touchdown too, given that at least inside the 10-yard line, I really do believe they're going to be on the field and be a big part of the Chiefs personnel in this game.
2: And no Gray's uh, Name's been popping on the show over the last couple of days. Certainly understand it's why uh, with the number and the value and the m- number of routes run lately. Uh, certainly makes a lot of sense. What about overall game props? A- any? Uh, can you rattle through a few of those that uh, you have? We went through some of the player props. What about anything game prop wise that you have not
1: mentioned? Honestly, the the in terms of a team aspect, the kickoff return is really the biggest one. And that I am betting this week. Uh, maybe if you can get lucky and find a book. Not bet MGM, they were sharper. But you can find a book that is giving you, or maybe your friend actually. You can just call them up and try to get odds on a, on a coin flip. Uh, are tails since obviously we all know it's 50 50 but that seems to be a popular bet maybe that's in your favor here but other than that no big team props for me honestly uh it's again it's going to be a boring game for me i'm excited my biggest money bet is on the chiefs money line just because i do think they have the biggest edge in this
3: game mm. Yeah, when uh when it cut off earlier, I was gonna tell you I had the same uh, thought. Chiefs money line early bet it right after the conference championship game. What about any quarter bets with the totals? We were talking about that. Would you have an opinion on any of the quarters going over or under halves?
1: Just works out honestly how much the Chiefs have struggled, including against the Ravens, and that's everyone's environment. And scoring in the second half and. And not to mention the, the Niners are, are literally leading the league in that point per game. Uh, it seems like at half, if we're betting quarters, would favor the Niners. Oh, that's why I'm hoping the Chiefs build a big lead here. I would say, honestly, like my, my only other large bet in this game, and I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, uh, because I think BetMGM literally put the defensive props, the defensive cornerbacks on the board, Just for me, Uh, Joe, I know I know we discussed this, how we said perhaps Mahomes isn't going to win MVP game management. game. And I still think that's the case. I really think the Chiefs defense can just dominate in this one. And if that's the case, maybe sprinkling, you know, whatever your quarter half unit is on either Legereus need twenty five thousand to one or Trent McDuffie fifty thousand to one to be super Bowl MVP. I really genuinely think the secondary in the front seven for Kansas City is what takes the headlines here.
0: Man, that would be something, a defensive MVP for the first time in a long time. John Daigle, thanks so much for the time, man. We'll love talking to you throughout the season and uh, getting ready for Super Bowl 58 with you. We're going to go yell at your internet service provider right now just to make sure they get things back online the next time we want to have you. I had
1: two windows this week, live on the line on Wednesday <laughs> and then apparently with you all on Friday. And I had an outage both. What are even the freaking odds?
0: Uh. <laughs> It was a long shot. It was a long shot. But thanks again, man. Enjoy the game on Sunday, and hopefully all the bets hit. John Daigle with us here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. When we come back, we start revisiting some of those bets we've been talking about for the last two weeks. Do we still like them? How have the numbers changed? Do we like the new numbers, if they have changed at all? Some insights from BetMGM as well. As we continue the build up, now just a little bit more than 48 hours away from Super Bowl Fifty-Eight. It is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM.
4: We'll be right back with BetQL Daily
0: presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. I've been able to coach in two Super Bowls and you lose either one of them, both of them are heartbreaking. So, in terms of pain, I've I mean, I've broken my arm, my collarbone, a lot of things. So, um those are more painful, but um those things last a while, but it's all about getting back there again and that's what I'm excited for today.
4: This is BetQL Daily presented by Bet MGM from BetQL.
0: Kyle Shanahan excited about the opportunity to perhaps not blow a 28 to 3 lead. Um <laughs> That's Whether you like it or not, What are the storylines going into this one, Super Bowl 58, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, depending on where you are on the clock, and we are building up to it here on the BetQL network, live coast to coast, wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL, and YouTube as well. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. I'm Chris Mack, two-minute drill to go over some of our favorite bets uh, in the third hour, plus lightning bets before we get out of here as well. We'll touch on some novelty bets uh, in the third hour, even though uh, a lot of them, like Anthem, Time, things like that, have been taken off the board this morning. Um, Plenty of game bets, player props, touchdown scores. Let's start to dive into everything we've talked about over the last 12 days, guys, and what we still like about these plays, what we maybe have turned our backs on since we first uh, cast a, a, a glance in their direction. Um, some bet MGM insights coming in. The bo- most bet player props include uh, Purdy over 12.5 rushing yards, Pacheco over 67.5 rushing yards, and no surprise, Travis Kelsey over 70.5 receiving yards. Um, most bet player to score a touchdown, Kelsey as well most bet player to score the first touchdown Kelsey um how uh, how have our views on this changed if at all and what bets did we like maybe 11 12 days ago Joe that we're not as high on now
2: yeah I'm I, yeah I wanted to start there because this is one I think everybody liked and anytime I listen to any media I think everybody else likes it too so I'm I'm thinking of a different approach with this wager and uh, the prop has gone up by a couple of yards. So that is also, that also has me wavering and I'm talking about Purdy rushing yards at last check. I see Purdy rushing yards at 12 and a half. It opened at 10 and a half and everybody is on the over because he's had a bunch of attempts over the last couple of games. He's running a lot more five, six attempts in these games. Done a pretty good job. Um, I'm considering just betting the over on the rushing attempts at three and a half, because some people are using that as oh a signal. Okay, now let's bet him on the rushing yards. Well, maybe you should just do rushing attempts. You get a better price. It's like plus one thirty for over three and a half rushing attempts, and then you don't have to worry about the kneel downs. What if this is a San Francisco win? They are the favorite in the game. And do you remember 2020? The Mahomes kneel downs. He was above The rushing yards. It was a winner if you bet on Mahomes' rushing yards. And then the last three play of the game plays of the game. Kneel down, kneel down, kneel down for negative 15 yards. So in the end, that's a bad beat. Mahomes goes under because they were winning in the game. They're the favorite. There's a chance that Purdy takes three kneels kneel down to end this game and that you're above it. And then you end up going under. But look, if it's rushing attempts. You're in. You're locked in, man. And sometimes they end up scrambling down there and taking a slide, and that, that really messes with you. So, I, as far as that market, I'm thinking I'm just going to go with Purdy rushing attempts instead of rushing yards.
3: I think that's great. And I have heard people on both sides of that Purdy okay. uh, rushing prop, too. Wasn't uh, Jason Logan on under? Uh, he was remember, on under? But we've talked... Got- We've now talked some to so people, people maybe I'm confused. Yeah. yeah. I
2: know uh I heard Jackson Chelsea mention the over too. I'm like, "Oh no. This is getting too far." This is just too much. Another thing um, that
3: people seem to be split on is I've heard a lot of, you know, some Debo unders, Ayuk. Like they're kind of flip-flop. Some people like Ayuk unders or Ayuk overs and the opposite really? with Debo. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys decided anything? I ended up doing over on Debo receptions and his yep. rush yards. Uh, I bet that at 13 and a half. Now it's at 15, 16 and a half. But I don't have a super strong opinion. I think over the course of the last two weeks, I've just slowly been placing bets. And that. quite so, yeah, a few more than keep I planned. Building.
0: The card gets bigger and <laughs> bigger every day. Um, so two things. One, on Purdy, it's interesting if you look. <laughs> During those games, that three game losing streak in the middle of the season, when we all had our questions about Brock Purdy coming out of those games, he was running the ball more really than he did at any other point. He had uh, five for 19 one week, six for 57 in the loss to the Bengals. And then it cooled off again for the most part, especially down the stretch. They kind of tried to protect him from himself. You think maybe they they were having thoughts of the NFC championship game last year, thinking, man, we got to protect ourselves. Purdy's got to be healthy for the playoffs because yeah, he might be a game manager, but we trust him to manage the game more than Sam Darnold uh, or anybody else for that matter. But then they got to the playoffs and they said, well, it's the playoffs. We're going to empty the chamber, six carries only for 14 yards in the Lions game or in the Packers game in the Lions game five for 48. I kind of, I really do understand that philosophy that I've heard so many people talk about this week. In that, hey, it's the last game of the year. There's nothing to keep him healthy for. Um, right. Both in his thinking when he's back there in the pocket, as well as Shanahan's thinking and getting him out there on the move. Um, so over in attempts definitely makes sense to me as far as IU and Samuel go. And I think you know we've had several people in the last two weeks say, hey, this is kind of a, a binary scenario here. It's Iuk or Samuel. Mm-hmm. Um, unless, you, unless you're unless you one of the few people in the universe that thinks it's going to be a Niners route or maybe conversely Niners are, are scrambling to try and come back and s- throwing it all over the yard, um, it's one or the other. And so I have, I understand, like, Noops brought this up earlier. Daigle brought it up. Legereus Sneed against Brandon Ayuk. Okay, yep. I get that. But look where Ayuk lines up. Ayuk lines up in the slot as much as he does on the perimeter. And I got to believe Shanahan is going to do everything he can to get Ayuk away from Le'Jarius Sneed. He trusts Debo Samuel to make plays regardless of where he's lined up in the formation. Ayuk, we're going to scheme him open if we can. We're going to work him inside and over the middle and maybe inside out uh, at times. So I still like Debo under receptions. I think it's four and a half, right? Debo under yep. receptions. And I like Ayuk. I still like the longest reception over 24 and a half. I think he's going to hit for one big one. I don't necessarily think he has like a six catch day and goes off for 85, 90, 100 yards. But Ayuk having one big play, whether it's a long reception or a Mm. play in the red zone that scores, I still like that because I think they're going to be creative. He's played well in the playoffs and Shanahan's going to do what he can to move him around and get him open, Joe.
2: Okay, so I'm on the other side of that. I agree with the people. Mm-hmm. It's funny, and it makes perfect sense, actually, that people are taking a stance. Look, that that's a terrific Chiefs pass defense. Both are not going to go off and, and kill right. the prop. So it's probably going to be one guy goes over, one guy goes under, and we're seeing a lot of that, which I find really interesting. Um, so if if I'm going that route, I would go Debo over, Ayuk, Unders, and you're right. Look, Shanahan's not going to be like, oh, let's just put him up against Need the entire game and give him a goose egg and not mix things up. But, yeah, like he's going to move things, guys around. That's what he's going to do. But, um, yeah, I mean, two weeks ago we were concerned about Debo. Everybody was concerned about Debo, and he balled out. He was the best receiver on the field for them that day. Um, so, yeah, I, I – the way you feel about Ayuk is how I feel about Debo and how he's going to scheme things up for him. So uh, it, it's it's really interesting as far as that goes because I agree with that premise, though. Like, both guys are not going to have huge days. It's probably going to be one or the other along with McCaffrey.
3: Yep. I ended up going over on Debo on two props, the receptions and the rush yards. The rush yards is inconsistent, though, you know, just thinking that maybe this will be a game where he can go over the 13 and a half. Um, So I I don't have any Ayuk.
2: And the receiving yard, the number's about the same, which also makes it a a good debate. It's fascinating. The receptions is the same. It's four and a half. Like people making the case for four and a half under on IU receptions. I kind of get it. Um, sure. But yeah, it's probably going to be one, one of the two goes over in receptions and yards. One goes under.
0: So the other one that, and and this was brought up by Daigle a couple minutes ago, and it's been brought up throughout the week is Kittle. And yep. early on, when we sat down and talked about this, I want to say Wednesday or Thursday of last week, I looked at Kittle. I looked at the the numbers he's put up throughout the year and said, okay, that's, three and a half receptions. You look at it and at first blush, you go three and a half receptions. Well, yeah, they're, they're going to have to use Kittle in the middle of the field, especially like you said, Joe, the chief secondary is going to do everything they can to take Samuel and Iuke away. Kittle underneath maybe has an opportunity. Um, but I, I went through, like I said, and I've gone through and it, he only cleared that number seven times this year. And he did it against poor secondaries. He did it against Philly. He did it against uh, Tampa when they were struggling way back in mid-November. He did it against the Bengals, who were uh, poor against tight ends. Giants, who were poor against tight ends. Vikings. So, I I don't necessarily see Kittle with a big game. I understand a touchdown prop, maybe. If you like the idea of Kittle being available in the red zone, okay, I'll I'll listen to that. But I, I think I'm still on my Kittle under three and a half receptions. And I will have to sweat that till the very end, especially in the game script I've built in my head, where the the Chiefs win by a single possession, well now I'm sitting there, you know, just fingers crossed, knocking on wood, right down to the very bitter end because yeah, it's entirely possible Kittle could have one drive where he goes over that, if if that's the way the game plays out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just the injury. Is that a thing? Or is it gamesmanship? Is is it something yeah. to be concerned about? Because that is a low low number. As long as we're talking about tight ends, it's you know it might be the most pop, It's probably going to be the most popular player prop out there. So the Kelsey number is finally climbing. We've been waiting for a week and a half for this to happen. Um, I think we're at seventy one and a half now. It was sixty nine yeah. and a half last week, and it's eh, still. Jim 70 is 70,
0: 72 range, right? Yeah
2: bet him James 70 and a half it's a little juice but oh i, I don't I'm not concerned about it look 12 straight playoff games kelsey 71 receiving yards or more and a lot of times it's a lot more i know it's you want to talk about joe public the chiefs i mean this is more who's betting kelsey unders is anybody even <laughs> even the most contrarian better i don't to say the hear same people crazy. who
0: are mad about how many times taylor swift is going to be shown those same I, people are betting kelsey unders
2: i guess that's it um Yeah, Kelsey over 70-and-a-half. I still like that. He's going to get his. I mean, we know about the target share, especially how he's played of late. And and teammate-wise, MVS longest reception. So that's gone up a yard um, over the last week. But still, it's fine at 13-and-a-half. He's got a 32-yard catch each of the last two playoff games. And it just takes one. Like, MVS one catch over 13-and-a-half? Yeah, I, I would bank on that to happen.
3: Mhm. All right. So I <laughs> I definitely did a Kelsey alt receiving 90 plus at 2 to 1. I don't even know what that is it. now. Uh it might even be better on. I noticed some of these props you're getting better value now than you did right when things opened up and I fucked yeah. off, thinking, "Oh, I got to get got to get in on these star players." Remember yeah. when I said that? And now you're actually getting some better value, so Whoops! Maybe that will be a lesson I learned this year that you don't necessarily have to bet some things early. Uh, Even the Chiefs money line—you know, right when it opened up, it 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 circled back around. I remember seeing like plus one fifteen, plus one oh eight, and then that was quickly gone, and then we're right back there again. So crazy how that. But I did do Kelsey alt receiving ninety plus a two to one uh and i did 2 plus touchdowns at plus 450 and right now you can p- find plus 650 so mm. i feel stupid for that one
0: i mean he's got he's got a three touchdown playoff game in his history i mean is that number out there I, what's that at um that's that's it, look i have no problem being square and betting kelsey and betting the chiefs and like mm-hmm. help putting down a Taylor Swift prop while I'm at it. Like, it's the Super Bowl, man. Yeah. We're here to have yeah. fun. I I get it. We want to make money. We don't want to do anything stupid. But like I'm here to have fun, watch the game, and kind of be there for the pop culture moment that this whole thing is while I'm trying to make some money on my bet. So I don't have a problem with that. Like, I'm not gonna feel bad about Kelsey Overs.
2: No, I'm not either. Man, I'll tell you, Daigle had me thinking about Snead because I've taken a pretty hard line stance. Like, look, Chiefs win the game. It's one of two people. It's going to be Mahomes or Kelsey, and the Kelsey number's coming down, by the way. There were some 17s yeah. out there. Now that's all the way down to 14. It's the best number you, you could find, um, and we've made the case why. But if it's low scoring like many of us believe, is there any way a Chiefs defensive player could get it? In the past, we would make the argument for Chris Jones. He's not the same player anymore. Sneed might be their best offensive player. That's interesting. Like, he'd probably have to score a touchdown, probably need to create multiple turnovers. It's not a sack thing like you talk about with Bosa or whatever, but 250-1 to one as a super long shot, like, in that warder category, that could be a good look.
0: Yeah, you're going to need, like, the the single t- only single touchdown score is on the offensive side, and you're going to need, like you said, probably multiple turnovers from Sneed and maybe even one yeah. of them to go – for a score or a big run back let's talk maybe a little more defense let's talk about the running backs McCaffrey Pacheco what do we like there and we can kick around MVP as well plus we got to get back into novelty bets uh, near the top of the hour everything Super Bowl 58 continues right here on BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM we'll be right back with BetQL
4: Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network QL Daily presented by MGM from
0: BetQL. Hard to believe we're almost there. We're almost there. Super Bowl 58 Sunday evening and we're almost there. Filling out the card as we have for the last 12 days to get you ready for this game on BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We talked receiving props uh, and really kicked that around uh, all over the place. The last segment, we want to get into the running backs. McCaffrey, Pacheco, what else do we like in just a moment? MGM's big game prop bet challenge has more than just receiving and rushing. It's got every prop bet you could imagine. And it's your chance to win a grand prize of up to $58,000. If you can predict the most big game prop bet questions correctly out of all eligible users, go to your Bet MGM Sportsbook app, go to the promotions tab, and then create an entry in our BetMGM Big Game Prop Bet Challenge for your chance to win up to $58,000 if you can predict the most big game prop bet questions correctly out of all eligible users, which brings to mind what some of these questions may be. Paul Aspen, what do we... I, I, I just logged in just a second ago. First question. First play of the game, run or pass? Like, okay, I, I can... With these two coaches, I mean, run, right?
4: I think it's a run for me. Yeah. Run consensus. And by the way, yeah, when I win the 58K, I, so. I don't even know if I'm eligible, but I'm not sharing it since we're doing this under my account. Just, just Wow. Investment.
2: You're not eligible.
4: <laughs> I'm probably not.
2: Right? No. Yeah. Run?
4: No chance. Run. Oh, it's
2: going to be one of those things where we're going to win it. Paul's going to like be celebrating, think he won, and then we're going to redefine print. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All of yeah. us ineligible. I'm mean, going to think
4: I won. Just in enough time be, to know that I. All right, be that'd be very me. Run it is. All right, next question. Oh, I like this. I think we've been talking about this. What will be the first scoring play? Touchdown, field goal, safety. We all on field goal. I like field goal. Yeah.
3: Field goal.
4: All right. Not safety. Jake says yes That's in the fair. chat as well. Field goal. No Jake's safety. big on the this field goal. Thanks, Jake. Well. Yeah. All right. Who will be the first touchdown scorer? Oh, this is where we separate ourselves. CMC, Man. Checo, Kelsey, Rice, Ayuk, Kittle, Debo, Mahomes, any other player? Okay. First
2: touchdown. check Watson. Who do you like on the script more if it's a first quarter touchdown, let's say? Which team? Kelsey. Chiefs. I think the Chiefs, Yes. Which chief? Okay,
4: Kelsey. It has. To, I, I don't if say it has to be, but Chiefs. Pache- yeah. Pacheco or Kelsey? Yeah, yeah. Aaron and Jake, you guys are tiebreakers. Uh, I kind of like, like Kelsey. I kind of like Pacheco, Pacheco, but I'd go with Kelsey if you because you
3: can one. run at the Niners, but the main his favorite weapon is Kelsey. Uh, either one. Man,
4: my thought was Pacheco as well. Pacheco. Okay. Pacheco. Okay. Is that the three right, on Pacheco? That. All right. Pacheco. All right. What will be the highest scoring quarter? Something else we have discussed. First, oh. second, third, fourth, second? Or fourth? Second.
0: second. Second. Yeah. Deuces. Why? Why second? I like the way I like the way Noops laid it out, the idea of, you know, big game. Both teams kind of have to calm the nerves. Um, we know the way Kansas City plays the second half of these games. I just exactly. think Second quarter is where both offenses kind of find a little bit of a flow and start to move. Might only be 10 points, the highest-scoring quarter of this game.
3: Halftime yeah. adjustments. Both of these head coaches and staff, they're really good. You just never know. I'll go second. Joe doesn't in case like it, it is a tight fourth.
2: No. Uh, yeah, no, fourth. I, I disagreed with Joe when he was saying that the first half is going to be higher scoring than the second half. I definitely think – it, but but this is a bet I make every year. The second, sometimes these Super Bowls, it just gets off the rails in the second half, and True. it's going back and forth, back and forth. Um, oh. After they make those adjustments, so I, I'd probably go third. But if you guys like second,
4: I get that. I would go second I'm or not fourth. going third. I would not. I think the yeah yeah I think the third could be a repeat of the first where it's could be. refilling out could be. adjustments. Yeah, grinding. All right, overruled, yeah. second. Second quarter, okay. Who <laughs> will we'll have the most receiving yards? Thanks, I, Bryce, Kelsey, Debo, Kittle, CMC. Most receiving yards.
2: Okay, there's a lot I of people doing this, so
4: we're going to have to find a
2: way to also gain some ground. Too. Differentiate like ourselves, to, yeah. Yeah. So I say that because the first thing that popped in my head, how do you gain some ground?
0: CMC. On receiving yards.
2: Yeah. Like, just, but like, that's a 49ers win if that's happening. If he yeah, has a monster yeah. game like that. Um, Most receiving yards. Any Niners receivers under consideration against that Kansas City pass defense?
4: No. Let's rule out Ayuk with Snead. Yeah. Yeah. Debo too. More running. Yeah. Kittle, bad tail. Kittle.
2: So we're ruin- ruling out Niners.
0: Yeah, it's Rice or Kelsey. And it it feels very chalky. It feels very square, but Kelsey. Kelsey and Mahomes in the playoffs. Grace, No. M-
2: uh, MBS. MVS. Two splash plays. <laughs> Ooh. I like your I like your call of longest reception in the game at 10 to 1 with MVS. But as far as most receiving yards, I think i I think you can gain some ground with
4: Rice, don't you guys? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Rice, yeah. right? We go rice. away.
0: Okay. okay. Go with it.
4: Podium. All right. We still got like 10 left. Uh Who have the most rushing yards?
0: <laughs> uh CMC.
2: I – oh, man, what's the game script? See, like for you guys, with a stronger opinion on Chiefs, I would go Pacheco.
0: See, I look at it as – a couple of longer drives pieced together by the Niners yeah. in the first half, but they end up resulting in threes because that's what Shanahan's gonna do. He's gonna bog himself down and he's gonna kick field goals. He's gonna settle for three. He's gonna be down, you know, fourteen to six at the half or something. Um and that's still McCaffrey putting some yards up on the ground. Uh
3: Pacheco Devo? had seventy six slash be- in last year's Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Man, if Casey's playing depends. from out
2: in front, like they did in two of the playoff games, he got twenty-four attempts. Like if we get a repeat of that, he's probably going to be a rushing. Yeah, uh, man. Pacheco? I'll say Pacheco, but I mean CMC's not a bad play.
3: CMC just—I mean—he can have a hundred-yard rushing just yeah. in his sleep. It seems like it's hard not For to sure. pick him. C-
4: ah. <laughs> uh, I would lean Pacheco also just for separation. Separation okay. question.
3: Pacheco, I like it. it,
4: it. And we all like the Chiefs. How many passing Yeah, how many passing yards will Mahomes have? Over or under 258 and a half? You realize he threw in like the 180s in one of these Super Bowls. Was yep. it the box mm-hmm. one or was it last year? No, it was last year, it was like 187. Yeah. So under, we going under 258
3: and a half? Especially under. if we think it's a Pacheco game.
4: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so let's correlate. Yeah. Right. I want to go yeah, over a boat. Correlating under. Uh, how many passing yards will Brock Purdy have over or under 247.5? <sighs> I really want to say oh, over, but I hate the matchup. Yeah, that's the yeah. problem. Playing like, from behind. Like, if CMC is the receiving
0: leader, that's how he gets there. Like breaks off some, you know. Gone over, over that. Like, in, what, five yeah. out of the last seven? Something like nine out of the last. I'm gonna say 11, over. 12. Yeah, I do you think
4: I'll go people over. take on your over? Okay, let's go over. over. We're kind of doing a, a Chiefs playing from a head game script Who's here. Who's saying so Clyde, Clyde Edwards
2: Alaire for Jake? Get out of here!
4: <laughs> I was kidding, obviously. <laughs> Late reaction. Uh, how he many yards? yards? Wait,
2: does this stand for again?
4: Will Travis Kelsey's longest reception be over under 21 and a half? I mean, he'll just be uh, saying over the defense, right? At some point, you think over, you think he springs like one, like a 25 Eight. yarder. Just I just even so think of it's just games. like a scramble. Yeah. Just so yeah. many
2: games this year where they've just been
4: destroyed yep. by that position.
3: Yeah. So I'd You're go right. over. I'd say Over. Over. All right. Yeah.
4: How many yards for CMC's longest rush? 17 and a half. Against this yeah, he gets one defense. Over. Yeah. Yeah, over.
3: Easy. Okay. Yeah.
4: Joe doesn't love it, but we're going with it. Which How round? many field goals Cole will Bucker Hardman? make? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That was laughs> Kadarius Tony. <laughs> I think for Jake. I think for Jake, we got to go over the one-and-a-half Bucker field goals, right? 100% over. Been on yeah. the a week. Yes, okay. over. Field goal fest. All right, a few more. Last score of the game, touchdown field goal fest safety. <sighs> Kenneth Gainwell, not applicable.
3: Field goal.
4: <laughs> field goal? Field we goal.
3: Into the field goal
4: a game-winning field Walk goal?
3: Walk-off? Wide right? <laughs> Oops!
0: No, this this is a classic <laughs> Shanahan attempted score. Now, this is this is a classic Shanahan kicking a field goal to make a two score game a two score game kind of script. Oh, there we man.
4: go. All right, field goal. Uh, yeah. Defensive or special teams touchdown? yay or nay?
0: Man, I want to say oh, yes. I man. mean
4: that's that's the Fred. I heard Fred Warner had a great the th- Warner. game in Madden last
0: night. He did. Yeah, he did so. a fumble recovery, <laughs> a scoop and score, and a pick. I still came 49ers back. 49ers almost Two, had a
4: couple against Green Bay, too.
3: Yeah.
0: All right,
4: let's go yes. Okay. Let's go yes. All right. Everyone's yes. going to say yes because it's fun, but let's say yes. It is. We're Everyone's not eligible anyway. Winning team, Niners Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Consensus. Aaron Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs. All right. Monday is <laughs> and... going to suck so bad when we all just take a bath on this. <laughs> yes. All right. What will be the game total? Over what? under 47 and a half. Jake, if it's We're like 35 show, right? to 28, under. all touchdowns.
3: <laughs> under. Yeah, exactly. Yes.
4: Oh, tiebreaker. Predict the amount of total points scored in the game 45, 24,
2: 21. I've had, uh, I was just, that, that's the number I have. I've had 23 17 in my mind all week. Yeah.
4: Yep. What'd you say? 40? 40. Yep. 23, We're both 40. Oh. Okay.
2: Will and there, there be are submitted.
3: overtime? Is that on there?
2: Oh, uh, PJ, PJ
0: <laughs> got is going to get it knows. on
4: there. If, he, if it's not,
3: <laughs> he has to bet it.
4: All right, he we better just be walk walking in h- with a hundred dollar bill on that.
0: <laughs> we just walked through the whole thing with you. Go fill it out for yourself right now inside your mgm app. The Big Game Prop Bet Challenge: Your chance to win fifty-eight grand if you predict the most questions correctly out of eligible users. Coming up next. We jump back into what we think about this game. Some novelty bets, too, and we didn't get to talk about those running backs, CMC and Pacheco. Play that part of the script out as well. Here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.